You're listening to the Chemistry Made Simple podcast, and I'm your host, Matthew Macario. If this is your first episode, welcome along. This is the podcast where you're going to get chemistry confident. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about balancing chemical equations. And we'll talk about what is an equation and what do we use it for? How do we balance equations? And we'll talk about the different types of chemical equation as well. The normal full equation, ionic equations and half equations. So let's start with what are chemical equations? Well, an equation is a way of showing the reactants and products and the ratios in which they react in a reaction. On the left-hand side, you will see the formula for all the reactants. On the right-hand side, you'll see the formula of all the products. And you will often see numbers in front of those formula, which are showing the ratio in which they react and the ratio in which the products form. So those numbers are referred to as the coefficient, and they tell you how many molecules of one reactant react with another, or how many molecules of the different product are formed. But it's not just molecules. We would use the same numbers to show how many moles react or are produced as well. So how do we write an equation? Well, you can start with just writing a word equation. If you know the names of the reactants and the products, you can write the names of the reactants on the left-hand side of the arrow and the names of the products on the right-hand side, if that helps to start with that. Once you have those, replace each of the reactants or products with the symbols for the correct formula for those substances. So instead of the word water, for example, write H2O. Now, this is the golden rule. The most important thing you'll ever do when you're writing a balanced equation is make sure you're using the correct formula for each substance. If you don't do that, if you use incorrect formula, then the rest of the equation, the rest of what you're doing with it won't make any sense. So that's the most important thing to do. The next thing to do is to show the ratio in which the reactants react with each other. So if they react in a one-to-one -one ratio, you don't need to write a coefficient in front of the substance formula. But if they don't react in that straightforward one-to-one -one ratio, then you need to write a coefficient, a number, in front of the substances that are a different number to one. So if you have reactant A and reactant B reacting together, and there's two moles of reactant A and one of B, then you would write 2A plus B. The same with the product. If the product's not in a one-to-one -one ratio, you also need to write a coefficient in front of those. Finally, once you have all the correct formula and the correct ratios, the correct coefficients, you should really use the state symbols for each of the substances. And the state symbols are the small letters in brackets you often see after the formula of each substance. For example, you might see an S in brackets or an L or a G, or an AQ, and they're showing the state that that substance is in. So S meaning solid, L for liquid, G for gas, and AQ, aqueous, that shows something that is actually dissolved in the water as a solvent. So what do you use this full equation for? It graphically describes the reaction and the ratio of reaction, the ratio of the products formed as well. And you can use it to perform calculations or predict the amount of a product formed or the amount of a reactant required. The next type of equation is an ionic equation, and this is quite similar in many ways, but we only write in the formula for the ions that react. We don't include the formula for the ions that don't react or the spectator ions. So for example, 
if we were reacting hydrochloric acid and potassium hydroxide, we would write those out in full, if we're doing a full chemical equation. If we're doing an ionic equation, we should recognize that the potassium ion and the chloride ion are not reacting in this reaction. They're what we call spectator ions. What is reacting? Well, it's the H plus ion from the acid and the OH minus ion from the potassium hydroxide. And these react together to give water. So our overall ionic equation will only include the H plus and the OH minus and the water as the product, the product of the reaction between the reacting ions. So our overall ionic equation would be H plus plus OH minus gives H2O. And finally, we have half equations. Half equations are a bit of a hybrid, really. They can include ions or compounds. And we use them when we're describing a redox reaction. We can write one half equation, which shows the reactants involved in the substance being oxidized and the products formed, and one that shows the reactants and products when a substance is being reduced in the same reaction. And we'll go into more detail on this when we have an episode about redox. And also we go into it in more detail if you go to the Chemistry Made Simple Academy. There are some rules we must consider for all of these. So firstly, when we're talking about balancing equations, what do we mean by a balance? Well, we mean everything on the left and everything on the right of an equation must all add up to the same. So in a full equation, we would have all the same number of atoms of each of the elements involved on the left and on the right would match. The same in an ionic equation or a half equation as well. But in those equations, you also have to have an equal total charge on the left-hand side and the right-hand side. So our example for the reaction between H plus and OH minus giving water, on the left-hand side, our reactants, we had a plus and a minus charge, which overall are neutral. And on the right-hand side, we just had H2O. Again, that's neutral, so those balanced. So let's summarize this. A chemical equation shows us the reactants and the products of a reaction. We use the chemical symbols to show the formula of the reactants and the products, and we have to use the exactly correct formula for those substances. We can use an equation to describe the ratio of how a reaction reacts and show what the products are, or we can use it to predict or work out the amount of product or reactant involved. A full equation shows the full substance formula for each of the reactants and products. An ionic equation just shows the reacting ions and leaves out the spectator ions. And a half equation will either show the substances involved in the oxidation or the substances involved in the reduction within a redox reaction. And importantly, for all of these, everything on the left-hand side and the right-hand side of the equation must be equal to each other, whether that's the amount of atoms of each element present or it's the total charge on the left-hand and the right-hand side as well. I hope this has been useful, and as usual, I give more in-depth help at the Chemistry Made Simple Academy, and you can get on the waitlist to find out more about that if you go to chemistrymadesimple.net slash program. If you want to get in touch with me, please do so. I enjoy hearing from you. I like to hear your feedback and also your suggestions for more episodes too. And you can contact me by DM on Instagram at chemistrymadesimple 
or by email. It's matthew at chemistrymadesimple.net. Go and practice some equations and I will see you, I'll speak to you again in the next episode soon. Bye-bye.